Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. The U.S. Market Update with Money FM 89.3. All right, folks, here's how markets wrapped up overnight. We saw U.S. stocks rising overnight after another key inflation reading came in lighter than expected. The S&P 500 and the Nasdaq Composite closed at their highest levels in over a year. They saw the broad index up 0.9% to reach 4,510. The Dow Jones Industrial Average added 50 points or 0.1% to close at 34,395. The Nasdaq Composite was was the outperformer rising 1.6% to close at 14,139. For more insights, we're joined by Matt Maley. He is the Chief Market Strategist at Militebeck. Matt, thank you for joining us on the show today. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. All right, let's start with the markets first. So it does look like it is a four-day winning streak for the major averages right now. What do you make of this run? Well, it's, you know, this reports this week on both the... Uh, CPI and PPI, the uh, consumer price index and the producer price index, were you know, these you know, key inflation numbers were lower than expected, and that has uh, bond yields, uh, long-term bond yields coming uh, coming down uh, from their high, from their recent highs, and and it's really encouraged uh, uh, you know the, the stock market to rally further. So, uh, but now we're going to shift from that macro uh, those macro issues to the uh, micro issues uh, with the earnings season starting tomorrow with the earnings from a bunch of U.S. banks. So we'll see if this uh, rally can continue when we start to uh, move into earnings season. Yeah, Matt, that's the question. Will it continue? And you point out in the numbers, we get the CP, we've got the CPI and the PPI, consumer and producer numbers. On a headline basis, it is encouraging because it seems to be moderating. But what are you feeling on the ground right now? Are you seeing that play out in the economy? Are you seeing that personally as well? Well, it's 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 hard to say. I mean, it's funny because yes, that uh, gasoline price at the pump are much cheaper than they were a year ago, but they haven't come down much uh, in in the last several months. So uh, it's going to be interesting as we move into the months forward. The comparisons are going to be tough. And the other thing, of course, is food. Food prices are still quite elevated, mm. and, and that's something that everybody has to wor- worry about no matter uh, uh, what uh, level uh, economic uh, state that you're in. And uh, so as we move forward, it's going to be a little bit tougher. Those comparisons will become tougher, and it may not be quite as easy to beat them as they did uh, this month. Yeah, there's a funny thing going on, a uh, buzzword going around that's called greedflation, where companies are just hiking prices, hoping to pass on these higher costs, and then finding excuses to hike it even more. Are you getting a sense that's happening and that could then also keep inflation sticky as we head into the rest of the year? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's going to be interesting to see if that holds. I mean, the one thing we're seeing now, of course, is that credit card debt is moving up to all-time highs again. And uh, so it's going to make, it might be tougher to pass that along. But the employment picture still remains really strong. And, uh, and one of the things that's going to kick in, that is starting to kick in, of course, is this whole uh, infrastructure projects mm. uh, uh, in the U.S. And uh, that's probably going to keep uh, jobs, uh, the job picture quite strong. So uh, that may keep the Fed, uh, you know, uh, still on the hawkish side of things. You're referring to the Inflation Reduction Act. Exactly, exactly. And, and a, a big part of that uh, did involve a lot of, uh, of the, the old Infrastructure Act that w- did not pass the year before. Uh, but we have a lot of big uh, things with, in terms of infrastructure, public infrastructure projects that are uh, going to be are, are kicking in as we speak. And we'll really start to uh, hit their stride in the next uh, six to 12 months. So just out of curiosity, how much will the Inflation Reduction Act reduce inflation? Do you have any expectations on how this will play out? 
Well, to be honest with you, to be perfectly honest with you, the, the Inflation Reduction Act was basically the Infrastructure Act with a different name on it. <laughs> so uh, in a weird way, I think it actually could, could, could create some more problems yeah. because really a lot of inflation right now, the, the, the inflation that can't be reduced has been reduced. The one that is, is that's a little bit tougher, the Fed's having a tougher time reducing, is that wage inflation. And uh, with with these infrastructure projects uh, kicking in, that's going to be harder to, to, to tackle. Yeah, I'd be curious to see how it pays out. $500 billion in new spending and tax breaks to boost clean energy, reduce healthcare costs, and increase tax revenues. So we will see um, down the road how this um, will play out for the U.S. economy. And talk about how things will play out. Tonight, we get the bank earnings. We've got a couple of things to watch out for, including how rates are going to be affecting banks. And I suppose closely watch is how consumers feel about borrowing. Exactly. That's going to be such an important thing. I mean, the bank earnings are always important, but the guidance they give this time is going to be particularly important, uh, more more so than usual, because uh, this is the first real uh, uh, earnings season where they're going to since the banking crisis. Mm. Uh, yes, when they reported the last time, the banking crisis had just taken place, so they didn't really know how much it would impact their lending and, 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 and borrowing and stuff. We're going to get a much better feel for that this time around. So uh, if there's any uh, problems with that, which a lot of people are concerned about, it could create some headwinds for the, the rally that's been so strong so far this year. Yeah, of course, they just passed the Fed's annual stress test. So it does seem like they are in a somewhat stronger footing than uh, in the past few months. Yeah, but I mean, th- those stress tests are good. and But that really talks about the, the, the uh, banking system, which it does seem to be in great shape. However, if they are going to start lending less, which is a big concern because of their, you know, their bond portfolios have lost so much money, mm. they're lending less. That's going to create some uh, slowdown in the economy, which will, you know, affect uh, earnings growth uh, as we go through the second half of the year. All right, and that could be a problem. Well, in conversation, Matt Maley, he's the chief market strategist at Militech. Now, talking about slower growth, Matt, we've been watching what's playing out in China, and the recent numbers have not been too encouraging. Uh, what do you make of what's playing out in China? How that's going to impact the U.S. economy? Yeah, I mean, that's another concern. I mean, on, on the positive side, as you re- reported at the beginning of, of the show, at the top of the hour, that the, uh, the president, uh, she is, is uh, doing some things, uh, being a little bit, uh, offering an olive branch uh, to a lot of these industries, which is great. And then, of course, they're talking about adding more uh, stimulus. The last time they were hoping for a, a nice uh, positive news from them was, was some rate cuts, and they weren't as big as people thought. So a little bit concerned there. But I guess my point is that it's going to take some time for any of these things to really flow through to the uh, Chinese mm-hmm. economy, which uh, could cause, again, uh, some more headwinds for the U.S. in the second half of the year. Yeah, there's been quite a bit of talk about a recession around the corner. Are you looking for one this year in the U.S.? What sort of form will it take? Well, I mean, I guess my, I'm, I'm, my concern is that, uh, you know, a lot of people are looking at what's going on right now. And my biggest concern is this issue that the banks that we just talked about. Every, you know, when you have these kind of... Uh, problems in the banking system they always the credit uh, we, we see credit contraction i'm not i'm not talking about a blow up in the credit markets but the the availability of credit becomes smaller mm. and that has a negative impact so i think that uh, i think there's a good chance we'll be heading for something more than just a soft landing uh, late this year or early next year All right. so i'm a little bit more concerned than a lot of people all right maybe we've covered quite a bit of ground in terms of where things are when it comes to geopolitics as well as economic data so looking at this backdrop where do you think investors should be keeping an eye on? 
Well, I think that uh, some of the areas, like the infrastructure area that we just talked about, uh, can be very good. So some of these material stocks are good. But I also like the energy sector. We're seeing now with the, the, the dollars really getting beaten down. And that's, it's good for commodities and emerging markets. So emerging markets, the energy sector, these are some of the areas that I think uh, will, will, will outperform. Uh, the energy area outperformed last year. It didn't in the first half of this year, but I think it will in the second half as we see crude oil starting to break out to uh, above some key technical levels. And that should, go, should be good for the energy sector. All right, Matt, final point, just to wrap things up. Takeaways for investors, what sort of advice would you leave them with to, I guess, chew on for the rest of the day? Well, I just think that the, you know, the market's had a great run. The stock market in the U.S. has had a great run, but it is getting quite expensive now. So I, I guess my point is I wouldn't be chasing the market right here. Buy the dip has worked really well, and, and it's okay to be a little bit more patient in the second half because we do have a few more headwinds than we had in the first half. So be a little bit more careful uh, and uh, don't be chasing the market in, in an aggressive manner. All right, fantastic oversight with how markets are shaping up. I mean, Chenny, Matt Mailey, he's the Chief Market Strategist at Military Bank. Matt, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. Have a great have a great day. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A W E D I O. Audio at the App Store and Google Play.